personal trainers and fitness coaches, building a massive fitness brand in 2022. Welcome to the Empower Your Fitness Empire podcast. I am your host, Harry King Holmes, and it is my mission to help fitness professionals change their mindset, complete their mission, and monetize their expertise on social media. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. All right. So that's what we're talking about today. All right. If you are new here, my name is Eric King Holmes, and I am the founder of the Fitness Empire Accelerator, where we help personal trainers and fitness coaches rapidly scale their fitness business online to six figures. So I want to talk about this. If you are joining, all right, if you're watching the replay, if you're watching live, if you're on YouTube, podcast, wherever you at, all right, listen, share this with another personal trainer and fitness coaches and fitness coach, because we're going to talk about it today. Building a personal brand, right? If you are a fitness professional in 2022. Okay. So now look, when I say massive, so this is, you know, my perspective, right? When I think of, when I hear the word massive, right? I think of powerful, impactful, right? Magnetic, right? You know, uh, profitable. I think of big. So before we get into this discussion, right? I want to shift your mindset real quick. Because if you consume what I'm about to talk about, right, I, I, I need to shift your mindset real quick, right? Look, man, if you want to build a massive brand for your personal brand, right, for your company, like I said, massive. So we're talking big. You got to start thinking big and stop thinking small because it is literally impossible for you to get, you know, massive results, right, for you to build this massive brand and you playing small. So before you, now, if you want to continue to play small, like skip through this, like don't consume it, right? But if you want to build a massive brand for your you know, business, then you got to start thinking big and you got to stop thinking small, okay? So I want to dive directly into it, okay? So when I'm looking at, you know, right here, right now in 2022 social media, right? Like the problem that I see is, I, so when we jump on social media, especially like Instagram, right? you see people in the fitness industry, right? And we got two types of brands. We got two types of brands, guys. So we got fitness professionals and then we got fitness influencers. So the number one thing that I see is the problem in the industry right now on social media is that we have fitness professionals that are trying to build a fitness influencer brand. That's what I see right now, like in the fitness industry, right? So fitness professionals and fitness influencers you know, like they have two different objectives. They have two different audiences, right? So when we think of a fitness professional, right, this is someone who is, you know, certified, right? They have a certification in personal training. Maybe you could possibly have like, you know, a degree in exercise science, right? Maybe you have a, a certification in nutrition as well, and maybe multiple certifications. And you also have a track record of training clients, coaching clients, right? Like your profession is fitness, right? Like health and fitness, right? That's what, that's what your profession is, right? Okay. So when we talk about like the audience for a fitness professional, right? Like this person is helping people, right? So the audience would be, or should be, right? People that are actually in need of a fitness professional. People are actually in need of someone who knows what they're talking about when it's, when, when we talk about exercise, you know, nutrition, uh, healthy eating habits, right? And not just things, 
And they know how to articulate that to the person because it's a lot different with, you know, if you are someone and you go to the gym and you work out and you know how to get yourself in shape, right? Like you're healthy yourself, you in shape. And one, there's a difference between like being in shape and being healthy, but that's a total different, you know, conversation, right? But, you know, I want to talk about the difference, right? So that sort of fitness professionals audience, when one, the fitness professionals objective is to get someone in shape and change someone's life. That's the objective. And then the audience is, you know, are people that need to get in shape and need to change their, you know, eating habits and their their activity habits. So that's the objective and that's the audience, right? So when we talk about fitness influencers, right? A fitness influencers, their main objective is to influence people, right? Or to, you know, motivate people. And and, and we're going to talk about like the different type of streams of income, because when the objective and the, the, the audience is different, then the streams of income income are different as well. Of course, a fitness professional, and I'm going to get to my point, right? A fitness professional's stream of income is like he or she helps people and they get money in return. They, they provide a service, that is, you know, training people and or coaching people. And in return, that's a stream of income. And that is their main source of income because they're a fitness professional. Now, a fitness influencer, their main objective is to influence, right? So maybe we're talking like brand deals with, you know, supplements, you know, apparel, right? So things like that. So when we talk about the audience for a fitness influencer, the audience are probably fitness professionals, right? People that go to the gym, right? So if a fitness influencer is, you know, they make money by wearing different clothes and having different brand deals and things like that, they're marketing to people that are what? Already go to the gym. Or if uh, if they create a piece of content, they're probably posting ec- workout exercises that a fitness professional is doing during his or her workout. If a fitness influencer post a a piece of content and they're doing like one-legged box jumps, a person that needs to get in shape, they're not doing those type of exercises. So it's going to attract people that are doing that, those type of things in the gym and it's going to influence or motivate them. And then maybe there's a product or something to sell them at the end, you know, 15% off of my, here's my discount code. So the objective and the audience is different, but what we see, you know, are fitness professionals trying to build a fitness influencer brand. Now, when we talk about brand, the common misconception is that you should be focusing on like your your, your color scheme, your brand colors, right? Um, And then you spend a, a lot of money and a lot of attention on those type of things, the aesthetics, right? Of how things look on social media, like the patterns, you know, the color patterns and the patterns on your social media page, right? The quality of photos, right? You maybe spend a lot of money on, you know, photo shoots and video shoots and things like that. Spend a lot of money on fancy websites, custom-made apps, right? So things like that, right? So the common misconception is that that is actually like, you know, the main ingredients of a fitness brand, And like I say, the common misconception, (laughs) right? So what, uh, what I want to talk, so like one, let's, let's, let's talk about, let's do some, some brands for, for example, right? Some brands that pretty much, you know, everybody is familiar with, right? Let's take, let's take LeBron James, for example, right? He plays basketball, right? He goes on the court, he does his thing, right? You know, but when we when we think about LeBron James and we think about the brand of LeBron James, do any colors come to mind? Do any shapes 
come to mind? <laughs> Do any websites of how this website look? Does that come to mind? No. The things that LeBron James represents come to mind. And the actions that he take on and off the court come to mind. And also the consistency behind that. Okay. So when we think about LeBron James, like, you know, I can't think of anything that he has done like dirty on the court or off the court. He carries himself. He is aware of his personal brand when he's on the court and we, when he's off the court. And he's also very vocal about the things that he believe in off the court, right? More than an athlete, right? He's very big on social justice, right? Like he's, he's, he's very supportive, you know, with all the athletes all around the world, even when it's not during, you know, if it's off the field, off the court, out of the ring, whatever that sport may be, he is very supportive and very, you know, he speaks a lot about what happens outside of the sport. So when we think about LeBron James, those are the things that we think about. We don't think about any colors and things like that or any, you know, professional photos and stuff like that, right? That's not the main ingredients of a personal brand, right? So when you are building a fitness, you know, a massive, right, massive fitness personal brand, those things should come to mind. How people perceive you, because you are the brand. You are, not, not the name of your company, not your LLC, right? Like you are the actual brand, right? So how you carry yourself when you show up on social media and how you carry yourself off of social media, right? That is actually what makes up your brand, especially when you're not a, a LeBron James or anything like that. Right. Because, of course, like, you know, people rip LeBron James on, on ESPN and, and all different types of things. Right. But at the end of the day, how he carries himself and, and his core values is how we perceive LeBron James. All right. So when you think about your personal brand. Right. Like those things come to mind. Right. Like so. So some things that like LeBron James and other big brands name brick brand names. Right. Drake. Like we don't think of like any company logos or anything like that. We think of the actual person. So when you're building this massive brand, you have to keep that in mind, but also to the audience that you're speaking to, because they are, are going to be the ones to judge your brand. So if you are showing up on social media and you are, you know, um, you see like what different fitness influencers doing, then you mock that you're actually pushing away the audience that you should actually be talking to if you are a fitness professional. So like, let me let, let me say this, right? Decide you should make a decision if you want to build a personal brand as a fitness professional or do you want to build a personal brand as a fitness influencer, right? And look, I know some of y'all are going to be like, well, I'm going to do both. Hey, we know the power of a niche. Right. We know the power of going all in on one thing. We understand the power of that. So it's not saying that you can't be successful at that. But if you want to not delay, if you want to uh, not delay your success, go all in on one thing, because guess what? That's what all of the successful brands did as well. They went all in on one thing. And then years later, they start branching off into other things. Right. So before we mock, you know, the success of someone as far as where they at right now, let's mock the actual journey. And when you look at personal uh, successful personal brands, massive personal brands, every last one of them was successful and mastered one thing and then branched off. Right. So that's what I would say to you. But of course, you your own brand, you, you know, you, you have the, the power to make that decision. 
I want to highlight three things when we talk about personal brands, right? So instead of thinking of like the aesthetics and, and all of that stuff, especially when we talk about fitness, because it's like, oh, like I'm fit. So look at me, come and work with me. But that's not that's not how it works. <laughs> it's really not how it works. Because and to be honest with you, a lot of the successful fitness business owners that have a service, right, that have a service, a lot of the successful ones that have a service that like they don't show off their body like that. They do these three things. I'm going to talk about it, right? So one, when you are building a personal brand, right, the, the, the way to massively build that is one by using your voice. Yeah, one by using your voice. So like I was saying, when we talk about LeBron James as an example, he uses his voice on and off the court. He uses his voice when he's on the court and when he's off the court, he's using his voice. That is how you are actually in control of your brand when you show up in whatever platform that is, right? And you actually use your voice. You use your voice, all right? So number two is you share your perspective. LeBron James, more than the athlete, that's his perspective and he shares it, right? I think he actually got it um, trademarked not too long ago, right? You know what I'm saying? But that's his perspective. Now, there are other NBA players that shut their fucking mouth. They show up, they play ball, and that's it. Do we see them as massive brands? Absolutely not, <laughs> because they shut their fucking mouth and don't say anything. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but we're talking to <laughs> fitness professionals that actually want to build a massive brand. So when you're on social media, guess what you got to do? Instead of just uh, the only thing you do is, you know, post photos or, or, or post a workout and it's just music in the background, right? Now post a workout and start breaking down the actual workout. So that is one so one, that your audience can actually understand what it is that you're trying to get, the message you're trying to get across. So the best way to do that is by using this thing right here, using your voice. So when you speak into your audience, now they have an actual like, uh, you have a fair chance of your audience judging your actual brand. And now you're separating yourself from the influencers and I'm the professional. You get what I'm saying? And then number three, <laughs> which probably is the most important part, right, is actually being consistent with it. LeBron James been in the league for 20 years. Consistency. When I think of a big brand, I think of Drake. Every summer, consistently, he dropping fire. All the time, consistency. And the ones that are not consistent, they don't have massive brands. And this is all based on the audience. The audience is, you can, you can all day long say your brand is this, your brand is that, your brand is this, your brand is that, but the audience is the person who actually judges your brand. And if the audience want to trust somebody, they want somebody that's actually going to be consistent. So in 2022, social media, if you're a fitness influencer or a fitness professional, either or, right, you want to build a massive brand in 2022, you have to do what? Consistently show up on social media, use your voice and share your perspective consistently, right? Especially when you have a service, right? And you're going to charge a lot of money for this service and you're going to hold somebody accountable. They want to see first, will you hold yourself accountable and show up consistently on social media and serve us? As easy as it may sound, this free app right here, right? You already got the phone and all you got to do is consistently show up and articulate <laughs> and communicate your message to your audience. Every time you do that, you are building the equity in your massive fitness brand. Every single time you show up and do that. Every time. So those three things right there, that's how you're going to build a massive brand right here, right? In 2022, using your voice, sharing your perspective and actually being consistent with your message. That's it. All right. And like, I get it. Look, 
I get it. You know, getting behind camera may may give you some anxiety. You know, uh, maybe it's outside of your comfort zone. Maybe you think it's weird to just speak right here directly into this camera and like nobody's around. Right. Maybe you might be scared of stuttering. Right. Like I stutter all the time. Right. You may be scared of that. Right. And it may make it makes you uncomfortable. And when we talk about building a massive brand on social media and also making hundreds and thousands of dollars doing it, like it's not supposed to be easy, especially if this is something if getting behind camera and sharing your and sharing your your perspective and using your voice and being consistently with social media. If that is something new to you and uncomfortable for you. Right. <laughs> if it's new, it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be uncomfortable, just like how we go in the gym. Right. And when you want to increase right, your, your, your strength and you want to hit that new PR, you're uncomfortable with being uncomfortable because you've done it numerous times. You just have new PR after new PR after new PR. After that, you're already uncomfortable. You're already comfortable with being uncomfortable. So you keep going. This works the same way. It literally works the same way. We all suck at it in the beginning. (laughs) Every last one of us, if it's something new to us, we're all human beings. It's just that when you show up, you make a decision that I'm going to get good at this. So that's the difference between greatness and people that are not great, right? If you're watching this live, if you're on a replay on you on live, you want to be fucking great, right? Do you want to be great? Like, give me some hearts. You know what I'm saying? You want to be great. So <laughs> like, like, man, listen, like when, when I, I can name numerous things that I fucking sucked at in the beginning. Sucked at it. I sucked at uh, uh, speaking, in the beginning, when I first started speaking, when I first when I first got on the first stage, I was I was scared shitless. But I was 18 years old when I did it, though. I didn't wait till I was 30. I did it. I got the first stage I got on. I was 18 years old. The first time I spoke in front of people, right, was when I was in school and I got up to in front of the in front of the class and I and I started sharing with the class my rap. Well, I started sharing with the class the long story that I wrote last night. So don't compare. Your like my uh my 16 years to your 16 minutes. You get what I'm saying? But it is never too late to start now. And the benefit of starting now is you have access to um things like this. There wasn't no Instagram, you had to get in front of real people to do it. Now you can jump on Instagram on live like this, like how I'm doing it, and they actually give you an option to fucking practice. So stop making excuses for yourself and stop thinking small. Start thinking big and start making sure that those actions match that thought process. So the thing that I like to say is if there's something that I'm afraid of or something that makes me uncomfortable, this needs to like by the time of by by next year, this needs to be a brand new habit of mine where I just do it off the strength. Doesn't even scare me anymore. I remember the first time I invested in myself, like we're working with a coach. This was years ago and I was scared out of my mind. But I said, listen, the the next level Harry King Holmes, is this something that is normal to him? And I the answer was yes. So it needs to be normal for me in the next few years. And now I do it without even without without even a blink of an eye. I I am no different from you. I was dead broke. If you dead broke or ever been dead broke, I've been just as dead motherfucking broke. (laughs) Like. seriously you get what i'm saying it's just that the decision that i made in the beginning was different it was different and these things are gonna allow you to show up when you when when the decisions that you make to yourself when you start changing those decisions you start showing up differently when your decisions are different your actions are different and then your results are different as simple as it sounds 
right? But the commitment and the consistency is the hardest thing, staying focused. That's the hardest thing, hardest thing, right? But it's okay, right? Like when you drop the ball, just pick the ball back up and keep playing. You ever seen LeBron James throw the ball out of bounds or make a turnover? Did he just say, fuck it? No, he got his ass back on defense, right? And then got the ball back and then him or one of his teammates scored the ball, then they got back on defense. That's how that's how entrepreneurship works. You on D, then you on offense. You on D, then you on offense. See, some of y'all want to lag on D, and then when the team get the ball, do you want to sprint down or do you want to sprint down the court and go try to go try to score? You got to play both sides of the court, my G. So for those that want to be great, <laughs> here's what I recommend. All right. So look, you want to create content using your voice. That's what you want to do. If it's uncomfortable, practice it. Right. And make a decision to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And then eventually it won't be uncomfortable no more. Sharing your perspective is certain beliefs that you have. And, and I know there are certain things that you see on social media. You see it and be like, that's some bullshit. But you keep it to yourself. Jump on social media and share your perspective. Because the thing the, the powerful thing about sharing your perspective is you're going to get some people that agree with it. You're going to get some people that disagree with it. And then you're going to get some people that where you shift the perspective. So when you start taking people that believe one thing and, and that, that believe something before and not able, not in agreement to not even agree with what you believe, they agree with your perspective. This is how <laughs> you start to build a community. And this is how you build a massive brand. And this is also how you enroll clients. That's how you do it. That's how you enroll high ticket clients. The best thing you can do to somebody, tips and stuff like that is good, but one of the most powerful things you can do for a prospect is getting them to believe something completely different when you consistently show up on social media. What we call that? That's a transformation. So when you have a high ticket offer, because y'all know that that's what yeah, I'm all about, high ticket, right? High ticket is not all about the, like the, the price that you charge. It's not always about that. You know, it goes a lot deeper. High ticket is a lifestyle, baby. You get what I'm saying? So like when you are able to consistently do that and every single week you're getting someone to start believing what you believe, it's easier so that when you open enrollment and you get on phone calls with these prospects, they already believe that they can get the transformation because you already helped them get a fucking transformation up here. You get what I'm saying? So now they actually can believe the actual physical and long-term transformation that you're promising with your offer. Powerful. And then also the main thing is be consistent. Consistency is important because this is what people, this is what people want from you. They are expecting you to be consistent so that they can determine if they want to work with you or not. Like, let's, let's think about it, right? Let's think about it. <laughs> if you were looking to work with somebody and they're not, if you were looking to work with a coach, if it's a business coach, a brand coach, a, a credit coach, like career coach, whatever the case may be, right? And they are not showing up consistently on social media. Would you invest in yourself by giving them that money? Probably not. Red flag. We got to be consistent. It's okay to take breaks and stuff like that. You know, I take my social media breaks, right? Like we all need those. We all need that, right? But you're like <laughs> building a massive brand. We talk about massive. We talking about big. We're not talking about small, right? You got to like to keep it a buck with y'all. I, 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 I see babe on here, right? I, I see my girl on here, Caprice, right? What I tell you, babe, what, what did I tell you earlier? Put it in the chat. What I tell you earlier? I'm, I'm, if she's still on here, I'm going to let her put it in the chat what I told her, how I was feeling earlier. I'm going to circle back around to that. You know what I'm saying? But listen, man, 
Like shit's just, shit's just not about you anymore, right? Massive, impactful, profitable, like transformational. It ain't about you no more. It's not about you. <laughs> it ain't about how comfortable you feel when you get behind camera. It's just not, it's not about you no more. It's just not. God is using you as a vessel. And when you decide, when you make a decision, you know, in the beginning to say, cool, like that's what it is. God use me. It's easier to jump on this camera because you know, it ain't about you no more. It ain't about how cute you look no more. It ain't about, you know, if your hair is dead anymore. It ain't, it ain't about if you got a haircut, if your, if your beard is shaved. It ain't, it ain't about that no more. It's about God using your voice right? So that you can impact lives and increase your income. That's what it's about. I ain't feel like I was, I was tired earlier. I was tired. I was exhausted. It's been a grind, baby. Right. You see, started driving, but exhausted. I was drained. But then I thought like, okay, I just need to, I just need to eat again. Right. I ate, I laid down. Right. And God was like, let's go. Let's get it, bro. <laughs> let's go. Let's get it, bro. Throw a shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Like, get cute real quick. <laughs> like, it take me like two seconds, bro. Like, it don't take me like all that, right? And then get you behind, get behind the camera and, sh and share this message with your audience, because y'all, I, I know, I know that as long as I be consistent with this, I can transform your business. I can transform your life. That's the objective. When you clear on your purpose, you don't give a fuck about a lot of other shit no more. You just don't give a fuck. <laughs> You don't give a fuck, right? you like, like you clear. That's what it is. You show up. All right, boom, let's get it. So make a decision on how do you want to show up? You want to show up as the fitness professional? You want to show up as the fitness influencer? And then do those three things, right? Or this is what, that's what I recommend that you do. You use your voice. You can use your voice by doing things like this, going live. You can do short reels. Right. I mean, of course, there's a, a smarter way to do it. And you can watch a couple a couple posts uh, um, that I did when I talk about how you can repurpose one live video, because that's literally what I'm about to do. Right. You can also record, you know, workout videos and then use your voice over the workout videos. But if you want to make an impact, guys, like, look, man, we, we got to have more fitness professionals using their voice or right here on social media. That's 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 my that's my goal, man. I got it. It just is what it is, right? Because there's too many fitness professionals showing up trying to build a fitness influencer brand, and and it's fucking up your money. <laughs> Quite honestly, it's fucking up your money. It's fucking it up. And look, if you if you like this video, all right, go ahead and like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, share this podcast episode. Y'all know there's a cost to not take action, man. There's always a benefit of taking action. Always a benefit. Right. But the one thing that people don't talk about often is the the cost of not doing anything about it. And we're here right now in 2022. Like there's like this window of opportunity to grow your fitness brand organically and to reach, you know, tons and tons of people more than you ever could. 100% organically is insane. So either you take advantage of the opportunity or you don't. So there are going to be fitness professionals that take advantage of the opportunity, i.e. the FEA, <laughs> right? So when you are not taking advantage of that opportunity and there's a lack of action and there's a lack of decision making, right? One, you limit the amount of people you can impact and you limit the amount of money you can actually make. There's a limit on that, okay? Now, when you show up, 
and you change your your perspective, right? And you start thinking big and making sure that big decisions. So like, look, <laughs> when you think big, you understand that there's going to be big decisions that come your way. That's the thing. So that's that's something that people don't talk about. It's like, oh, think big, don't think small, think big, don't think small. You can't think big. And then when the big decisions come, you delay the big decisions or you ignore them. That's still playing small. When you think big, you have to make the big decisions and you have to start making the decisions as if you are already the person that has the massive impact, that has the massive income. That's how you should make decisions. You should not make decisions like the person you are today. Who is that? Who the fuck is the current Harry King Holmes? Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. I don't make decisions like him. Or I, let me, I ain't perfect. I try my best not to. I try my best not to, right? But I'm very conscious of it, right? So some of y'all ain't, ain't even conscious of it. Like you want these big goals, like you, you, you want all of these, all of this massive, these big things, but you're ignoring the big decisions. And honestly, it don't work like that. So I encourage you to look the big decisions in the eye and say, yeah, motherfucker, let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, cool. Like, this is something that I would never do. If you want something that you've never had, then you have to do something that you've never done. It's simple. It's not easy. But the decision to, you know, make the decision or to or to, you know, decline the decision. It's simple. That's a simple decision. Now, the action behind it is going to be a little, it's not going to be as easy. But I mean, like, easy's boring. The fuck? <laughs> That's boring. Where's the challenge? Give me a challenge. It looks like we got a, a question. Do I have to be certified to start making an impact? I mean, no. Nah. So my, my question is, so this is my question to you, right? Why do you feel the need to ask that question? That will be my question to you. Why do you feel... Like you may need a certification to start making impact. The thing about certifications, it's important, right? Like you, you know, you, you should be certified. You should be certified, right? But also that is like, that's just like the, like, that's a, that's the surface level, you know, like that's the base level of things. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like after you get certified, now you have to actually go out and like impact, <laughs> right? And you have to get over the imposter syndrome. You have to get over not being qualified, not, not feeling like you qualified. You have to get over not feeling like you enough because this is what people would do. People would go and get numerous certifications. Like somebody told me the other day that they was about to get a, a boot camp certification. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is a boot camp certification? <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? It's like, Getting multiple certifications is not going to make you better. That's not, it's like, it's like, oh, I want to ignore the real work that I have to do. So I'll go and get a certification to make me feel better about the work that I'm doing. So I'm not, I'm not knocking certified. I got, I'm certified as well, right? Even though I, I don't train anybody no more, but I, I have two certifications, right? But I don't got 10. I don't have a, like a, a treadmill certification, a TRX certification, a boot camp certification, a group class. Like, what? What is that, man? Like, what is that? <laughs> it's, it's a lot of certifications out there. It's like just pointless. And that's my opinion, though. But the best thing for, for a person to do is to actually get experience. So once you get the certification, go and get the experience. I started getting experience before I had the certification. But I'm also a confident motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about what people think. I don't give a fuck about what people got to say about me. Right. At the end of the day, we just dealing with human beings. Each person is a human being. They bleed just like you do. They breathe just like you do. Right. So don't give like human beings so much power. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. I'm not saying don't value humans, but you know, like the 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 like to you know be afraid of being judged. People gonna judge you either way. Who cares? At the end of the day, you want to be whatever that decision is. You want to be able to look in the mirror and be okay with that decision. So whatever it is, because each each person is different. Whatever decision you decide to go with, you just want to make sure that when you when you wake up in the mirror and you and when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you about to brush your teeth and wash your face. Right. Be okay with the decisions you made. So if that's getting a certification before you get the experience and go and do it. But I was okay with getting the experience before I had the certification. I was I, I was I looked in the mirror and was like, you that you that motherfucker, bro. Like you you that nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? And but when I got my certification, I cried. Like I'm a, I'm a look, like I know, I know like y'all, like I look, I, I'm a I'm a little crybaby too, but like you know, I'll be crying, man. I cry. Any any certification, piece of paper, anything that, that I had to bust my ass to get, like I cried when I actually got it. So but that's just me. Good talk with y'all, man. Go out there and build that massive brand. All right. Show up like the fitness professional that you are. Impact your audience. All right. Increase your income. I want like abundance for every single fitness professional, personal trainer, fitness coach. I want like success in abundance for y'all. I want you to transform and impact lives. I want you to make a lot of fucking money. Nothing wrong with making a lot of money. Ain't no such thing as being greedy. It's only greedy if you make money and do fuck shit with the money. But if you make money and you invest it back into your personal and professional development and you invest it back into your business to provide a better service, a more high quality service, right, and build and build a team and build leaders, right? Like you ain't greedy. You need more capital. You need more money to do that. You need cash flow to do that. Go get that motherfucking money. (laughs) What? y'all talk about (laughs) all right man i did say i was tired so i'm gonna go ahead and lay it down good talk with you guys go ahead and subscribe to the youtube subscribe to the podcast all right um we are opening enrollment in about like like two i just look ain't i ain't got no watch on right in in, in this watch the the time might even right we are open enrollment in about two weeks so um if you are looking to you know rapidly scale your personal training business and your fitness business online to six figures I will see you guys in 10 week in two weeks when we open enrollment. Until then, keep tuning in and I will talk to you guys soon. <laughs>